Hi, and welcome to Brain Injury Advice, where we provide help and advice for people after a brain injury. My name's Brooke, and I've lived with a traumatic brain injury since 2007. Hi, I'm Ashwani, and I'm a trustee at Headway Warrington. I'm also a senior associate solicitor focusing on catastrophic injury, including brain injury. So in a previous episode, we talked about the importance of routine, and we'll be talking about that again um, in the context of memory. We also spoke um, about your experiences, Brooke, with post-traumatic amnesia and also the fact that, you know, people with brain injuries, different people with brain injuries will experience their symptoms in different ways. We're going to be touching on those issues again now in this um, episode, which is going to focus on memory and hints and tips around memory issues following a brain injury. Um, also, just coming back to the um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs that we've um, touched upon, we've moved away from the physiological, the basic needs of um, food, shelter, water, rest. And we're now moving towards um, issues around safety and security um, and feeling secure, feeling safe um, and memory forms a, a, a large part of that um, because it forms a large part of who you are and, um, and your identity. So, Brooke, I'd like to talk to you about um, some of your general experiences um, with your memory and specific examples as well of um, where your memory problems have come to light. I think it um, would also be um, helpful to talk about how you how you compensate for issues with your memory um, and what you use um, to help you. Memory is uh, a massive subject for people with a brain injury because it's it's you, you try to explain it to people and people just you all all you get is yeah my memory is bad as well which is people like I've done. They're just trying to sympathise, I guess, but it's, it really is genuinely different. You you have developed a, a problem with encoding your memories. Mm. Your memory has become worse, and it's important to compensate for that because you know it, it will get better in a lot of senses. But there's things that will return, and you need to compensate for that. I think it's also important to realise that there are different ways in which your memory can um, be affected. So um, some people might um, experience um, retrograde amnesia, which is um, losing pre-existing memories. Um, and that can be very, I'm sure, um, uh, troubling and upsetting um, in terms of your own sort of sense of self and safety and security. There's also anterograde um, amnesia, which is um, a decreased ability to fo um, to form and retain new memories as well. And in other ways, that can also uh, be very upsetting. I'd like to think, um, like to talk to you about your specific issues with memory. And I remember you telling us um, outside of this about um, an experience with your car. Yeah, um, that's. Well, first of all, like to the, my my long term memory has been fine. Yeah. Uh, I was I was I remember sat in hospital and thinking, you know, what's why is nothing wrong with me? Because I, as old as old school as we'll know, I remembered the uh, the landline in the house, mm. and you, um, you you knew all your mates' phone numbers off by heart, and I could still reel them off, um, you know, like twenty years later. So I'm, I was thinking, what's what's the problem here? But forming new memories has definitely been a problem for me. That's something I, I, I do struggle with. One example of me being 
power up forming new memories was when I was at the traffic center once and um, I'd driven there I'd driven in my car um, and they've, they've got sections for the, the car parking space and I just I decided to ignore that um, I just I'd parked in front of John Lewis and I went in um, <clears throat> did my shopping in, in the traffic center I come back out book, Probably an hour later, I was I was pretty exhausted because it is pretty exhausting that place, and it was um, it was it was hot and sunny on a rare hot and sunny day in Manchester, and um, I I don't react well to the sun being on my head, and I didn't have a hat I didn't have a hat on that day, and um, I came out and I couldn't find my car anywhere, and I'd eat, I'd actually what I'd done is I'd taken a photograph of where I was in relation to John Lewis's entrance. And I couldn't find my phone. I couldn't find my car anywhere. I actually went back into the um, back into the main reception and complained that I th- well told them that I think someone someone had stolen my car. Mm. And this guy came out and helped me with it. And I was just, all this time, all this time, I was, there was the time was ticking. I was getting more and more tired. Mm. And it's uh, it comes to a certain point where I'll be unsafe to drive. So we were kind of against the clock. It took this guy about five minutes to ask me um, which entrance did you park outside of John Lewis and uh, what, 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 what did you see when you went in? And I, I couldn't remember. And um, anyway, we worked out we, um, this two entrances to John Lewis. My car hadn't, hadn't been installed at all. And um, it was outside the other entrance. Since then, I've learned if you go anywhere like that, um, big shopping centre or anything like that, they'll usually have like... Um, area zones or areas of the car park that you're mm-hmm. at, you know. Um, and I usually take a photograph of my car and um, don't remember that you park next to the red Jeep because the red Jeep <laughs> will probably yeah. have moved. And um, so pick like a landmark, you know, like a, um, like a lamppost or anything like that, or a bush if, if there's anything nearby. But um, generally the the zone of the car park and take a photo of it in your phone so you don't have to remember it. Yeah. And that's quite interesting as well that, you know, in addition to the memory, it was the impact of, um, you know, being fatigued um, from having had an hour in the traffic centre, which is a very busy place. Um, and also, you know, the effect, the physical effects of the sun and, you know, just that combination of things. And the anxiety of mm. that. You think, oh, my God, my... my um my energy is going to be running out here. I'm not going to be able to drive home. And that, that in yeah. itself, that has an impact in, in the drain your energy tank as well. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, the, the idea of using um, your phone, taking a photograph, but choosing something that's fixed, that's not going to drive off um, to help you and really making a concerted effort to, to make a note of where you are. I mean, in this, in this day and age where everybody is just addicted to the phones, I think it's a bad thing. Mm. Sometimes you think it's a bad thing. No, no, no one wants to have a conversation anymore. Everybody sits and looks at the phone, and um, it's. But I tell you what, they're so useful for people who've got a brain injury. Oh, absolutely. There yeah. was um, a charity I used to go to. Well, still, I'm affiliated with a in Salford called Brain and Spinal Injury Centre, uh, Basic, and we used to go. To, we used to have a memory class there, and uh, a lady, Mary, Doctor Mary Todd, she used to teach us that. Um, when I first started going, was it was to have a memory notebook. Mm. Okay, I carry a little notebook and pen and just write things in. And um, 
But now, obviously, your phone is just so much better because it's it's you know it can be it can be a it's a camera, it's a notepad, it's a voice recorder, so and an alarm and yeah, yeah diary, yeah. And it's the kind of thing that you have with you naturally yeah. all the time. I suppose you'd have to make a conscious effort to remember a notepad and a pen. Yeah, um, but your phone is always with you, and as I suppose. The other side of that is, you know, if if something went wrong with your phone, if you lost it, if it ran out of charge, then that could potentially have quite a devastating it's impact. One of those all your eggs in one basket situations, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever lost your phone? Um. Yeah, I left it in B and M bag at once. <laughs> um, but generally, I have a I have a cover. I do look after my phone. I have a cover on it, so it's yeah. I appreciate how important it is to me. Hmm. And yeah. I've got a battery pack. If I'm going anywhere, I've got a battery, like a charge-up battery pack, so I can um, charge it up as well if I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thinking about other um, other examples, when when your memory your memory has um, has caused issues, um, I think there was an incident where you were running a bath. Yeah. Um, Are we allowed to talk parents, about this? So I actually know about this, but it was like a little office that my dad made it was like under the stairs and um it was the early days of having a head injury um i was home i was home alone and i went gone to run, run a bath and um i actually luckily i went out came out from under the stairs and i don't know how long i'd been there but i saw there was uh, water running down the walls mm-hmm. and um it's been luckily decorated decorated since then so it's, it'll be fine but it's uh, just just one of the things if you another, another thing you can use your phone for as well is alarms like another another thing is Alexa is really good mm. um just it's if you if you're doing something if you're boiling an egg if, you, if you're doing anything like that um just set a little alarm or just say Alexa time of 10 minutes something like that mm-hmm. and um it'll because undoubtedly you'll get to the end of the 10 minutes and you, you'll have completely forgotten but it just brings you back yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is interesting how um, all these emerging technologies can really make a difference um, to to your life, um, you know, and, and sort of help with strategies, etc. Um, Alexa is definitely something that's a bit of an all singing, all dancing. Yeah, how much they're uh, listening to us on the day. Well, <laughs> doesn't bear thinking about, but if it means that you can turn your stove off in time yeah. or yeah, um, remember to turn your bath off or whatever it is, then um, definitely um, would probably save you a fair bit on your home insurance as well. Um, I think it's important though yeah you've touched on um you know setting alarms um and um and using your phone um a lot and th- those sorts of things can really um help i think making lists is another one um you know whatever it is your to-do list your even going to the shops i think um you you were mentioning before about something in tesco's do you want to share that with the listeners well it's just, just about um, you know. You th- I often think that I'll be, um, I'll, I will remember stuff, but I'll, my memory has been damaged. There was one ex- incident that you're talking about. Was um, I went to Tesco's? I think I've gone to get milk, cheese, and eggs. I remembered the milk, remembered the cheese, but I couldn't remember the last one, which was eggs. But um, despite me, it was Easter time, 
Um, so there was Easter eggs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there was, um, I remember actually looking at the egg section, though. I remember looking at quail's eggs and thinking about them for a minute, but it just didn't, it didn't actually trigger me to remember it was eggs. But mm. um, I think I find for me is like I don't have initiative when it comes to memory. So like, I will, um, I really benefit off, off a list and just ticking each thing off. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and yes, it, it, sometimes it might seem easy to go, oh, you know what, it's fine. I'll remember, but, um, it, I think certainly getting into the habit of making those lists and ticking them off and just being confident that you're doing everything you need to do. Something I had, um, at my parents' house was every time I used to go, every time I used to leave the leave the house I would try and remember my keys my wallet my phone Mm -hmm. and um it's eventually rather than having keys wallet phone I just had number three so I just remember to take the three things Mm. um since then I've got a I've actually had a key box installed at my house and um we don't really need our wallets anymore because I've got Apple Pay for everything so I just remember my phone so it's the one now but um it's if point was there if you you know if you, if you kind of embarrassed about something like that if having to have like labels everywhere just something that works for you like number three works for me because yeah uh, keys wallet phone that's the thing i think you know different people are affected in different ways and um it's about finding the strategies that are comfortable for you that fit into your day-to-day life yeah absolutely everybody's totally different i mean I've got friends who have brain injuries and like a lot of them as, um, so one of my friends has got like, he kind of walks with more of a limp mm-hmm. and, um, it's, he's more physically affected than me, but then he doesn't have the fatigue levels that I have. And I've, okay. got other, I've got other friends that maybe speak with a bit of like a, a what do you call it? A bit, bit of a drawl mm. and, um, they don't, you know, the, the, not as articulate kind of thing but then the, yeah they don't have the, they don't have the speech and they, they, you know they're fine physically it's just it's it's kind of it's everybody is different there's that saying isn't there if you've seen one brain injury you've seen one brain injury so it's it's everybody's totally unique yeah absolutely so thinking then like just to sum up some help and advice um tips for our listeners um we've talked about the importance of using um phones which can also double up for alarms for diary entries um and reminders um taking pictures of things uh, so you've got a visual record of where you've left your car or your keys or whatever um some people might prefer not to go down the technology route so it might be more old school as you say yeah. you know pad and pen a memory notebook is just everything mm. you ever, used to write everything in there but i mean i think the bad thing about that is you just get this jumbled up notebook full of all sorts of stuff <laughs> but um and my mind's jumbled enough as up jumbled it up enough as it is but um <laughs> it's somewhat, yeah definitely to write it down yeah because that creates a permanent memory and your phone or notebook won't forget whereas you will yeah yeah and for some people that sort of um what we call kinesthetic you know the actual doing the writing it down yeah. that can help enforces it mm. um sometimes people um find that post-it notes are helpful not everybody whiteboards in the house you know um setting out what's going to happen that day that week that sort of thing um but the importance of um of routine and you touched upon this you know 
putting things um, in the same place, having your key box, for example, so your keys always live in your key box. And remember to put them back in the key box and after you've used them. back yeah. in, yes. Um, and I suppose routine comes down to the wider issue of organisation. I mean, you know, talking about lists before, that's that's not just something that's unique to brain injury, is it? It's it's something that everybody um, can benefit from. Everybody can from. benefit from, yeah. But um, I suppose it's more prominent if you've got a brain injury that uh, get your memory aids and organisation in check. Yeah, and uh, we know that um, some people with brain injuries struggle with the organisation, the planning and organisation. Um, Particularly if you've things. had the front of your brain injured, that's your, your, your frontal lobe, which is yeah. primarily involved in planning organizing and your executive tasks yeah yeah um and also you know we've talked about new technologies things like um google home assist alexa those sorts of um tools to to help people um you know just instantaneously set a set a reminder or get information and i'm sure that um occupational therapists for example will be live to um, a lot of these sorts of technologies and how they can um, assist people in how newer technologies can can be really important to, to helping people with a brain injury yeah definitely well, thank you, Brooke. That was really um, interesting. Um, short and sweet, but um, uh, very interesting nonetheless. Join us for the next episode when we'll be talking about concentration and attention after brain injury. Make sure you check out the footnotes for more help, advice and resources.